Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music.
You got to tell her dad to send the invite. I, I got to get the invite. I don't know. They got to send me the invite. Just, you know, the Jordans, they be going to karate. They go to um, basketball, football, baseball. They do it all. I don't know when. They, you know, they, they babysit and they do hair and sell drugs. I don't know when they're going to kick the door down. Absolutely. You always invite us. You have to be our kids, too. I, was like, I don't know. You got to ask him. Ask him when you see him. I mean, somebody know about you know they 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 around the world that are in the yard. Being around the world. Tell her go to Vegas. Tell her go to Vegas. He might see somebody that look like me. You better stop. <laughs> you better stop. I came here talking sports, man. You you going crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, they, hey man, whatever happens in Vegas. Right? <laughs> I, I, look, I'm trying to deal. I'm talking food. I said food at Thanksgiving. Where did we go? <laughs> I don't know. See, I get trouble no matter what I do, man. I feel like Bobby Brown. Every hey, little day of my day. For real. <laughs> you Ew. will be there. <laughs> with the Gumby and everything. With the Gumby and everything. I ain't playing. What? Yeah, yeah, your girl was asking a million questions. I was like, I don't know. You asked Uncle Ty. I don't get it. Tell, tell, tell her I'm going to come up next weekend. Next weekend, next weekend, I'll be up there. Tell her next weekend we set something up. Yeah, we gotta. Yeah, because we gotta go get some. We gotta do some pumpkin picking. So, uh, yeah, that might be. We'll have to work on that. We'll have to figure that out. But uh, absolutely, listen. We got another chef in the building. Let me bring him in. I'll come back to you. I'm sorry. Um, Serious in the building from the 703 and all area codes in between. Somewhere I don't know. He's like in Maryland, Pittsburgh, he's in DC. He's a little. I you know. I can't keep up. Serious, what's going on, baby? Virginia. But with that being said, what's up, fellas, man? How we doing, man? It's a pleasure to be with you. And we're talking as somebody who's seen Ty in action in Vegas. It's very, very possible my man got a little, little lookalike running around, man. My man was knocking them back, you know what I'm saying, talking to the shorties. I mean, my God. God, you know what? It's a family show. I'm going to keep it PG-13. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. These three people telling on me. They are actually telling on me. Yo, this is terrible. Yo, what's the world come to? Yo, you know what? It, it, it must be because I'm dark skin. I, I can't help it, America. Like, like I, I swear, I, like my, my parents did this. I didn't do this to myself. I didn't lie. I didn't. I didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on me. I, I, I can't tell you what to do no more. Well, they need more cool power, right? <laughs> I can't. I can't do nothing. If Vera's telling on me, even in my my leisure, even if I'm doing things in my leisure, I'm getting told on. That's, that's, I can't do nothing, people. Pray for me. Oh my goodness, 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 goodness. I don't. I might not. I, I might not make it out of there live. I don't know. I can't. I can't with this guy. Um, <laughs> we got a lot to get to. Let's get popping, brothers. Let's get it going. Uh, the baseball season's over. Uh, the playoffs are set. Um, we got, you know, I'll get into a little baseball because, you know, listen, it's the end of the season and then we get to some other sports. But um, I, first, I, I got to give shout outs to um, to Pujols and Judge. Uh, Judge first hit his 62nd home run uh, yesterday to, to become the all-time leader in the American League, uh, <laughs> American League home run single season records holder. Um, some people think he's the all-time 
leader. Uh, that's debatable. Um, and then Alvin Pujols, I think he sits at 703, right? I believe seven seven hundred and three uh, home runs for his career. Right. His, mm-hmm. Yeah, his, his illustrious career. Um, this might be his last season, but he'll get a swan song in the playoffs, um, which will be really fantastic for him and Molina and maybe um, Rain White as well, too. So we'll see how that goes. But with Aaron Judge, TP, um, I, you don't have, you can lament on 62 or you can, you know, a lot of people say it's the, the, the real record. It's the clean record. Um, I, whatever your stance is, go take it away, bro. In the words of Pop, a.k.a. John Witherspoon, big one, big hoe, big, I don't give a damn. <laughs> 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 nah, man, um, great feat by Aaron Judge, man. Like I said before up here, it's, it's only a few Yankees I respect or like or love. You know what I'm saying? And Judge is one that don't talk junk. If I was if I was carrying a stick around like that, I'd be talking junk. But he's so humble. He go up there, and you know what he's about to do. Pitchers can't avoid him. And they got to throw it somewhere near his wheelhouse, and he's taking them out of the park. And um, for him to at least get 62 at this point is a remarkable feat to see happen in the American League. Pitching has always been a premium, um, but yet I hate to damper the situation. I want to see the Yankees try mm-hmm. to seal the deal. Like we always hear yeah. of remarkable things happening, but the Yankees have not brought back a title since 2009. With all of the sticks that they have in that lineup, hopefully they can try to bring it back. The pitching is the question. Judge is the one that's been performing from the uh, from. I want to say March. Since March till now, he's been the one holding mm-hmm. it down, um, especially while y'all playing um, limbo with his paycheck. Y'all, well, y'all going to have to pay him now because he just broke a record. So um, if y'all don't, I know there's going to be at least, I, I say, more than half of the league after him trying to get him to come there, especially California. I know he's from Cali, so I know he don't really enjoy too much of the cold weather out here. But nevertheless, I can't take too, too much away from what he's done at this point in time, 2022, with some – Interesting home run chases in different, you know, perspectives, if you will. One in the 700 club, one passing Roger Maris. Um, it, it's incredible to watch this baseball go into the fall classics while, you know, there's still a goal to be caught at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll double quick on one UTP and then I want to go right to serious. Um, is 62 the record or not? Well, I was wrong with 62 who said it was a bad thing. No, I said, is that the record? Because everybody's trying oh, to put like, a like overall. On, wait, wait, you you you're talking about with um with with Barry with and and Mark yeah. and and Sammy, right? No, cut it mm-hmm. off. They 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 need to stop it. Stop it now. Stop it. Everybody mm-hmm. takes drugs now. Stop. And not to say like I'm sitting up here and say yeah, everybody go out there and use steroids, so on and so forth. I get it. Like no, like it's it's taken away from the game, so on and so forth. But Jose Canseco was huge as a monster. Jose Canseco never sniffed like sixty home runs. Never. So you still got to right. be able to put the bat the ball, get it out of the park. And if you were to ask me, Jose Canseco was never the batter that Barry Bonds was, and none of these guys were the batters <laughs> that um, they were when he came to the plate. Barry Bonds had a season like Albert Pujols. I think they got walked five times in a major league season. That's that's absurd. Like like I, I, I don't them pitchers know. Ask the pitcher that was pitching in, in from 2003 on. You know. To when Barry came out of Arizona State, you ask them if they they didn't want to throw him the ball. Like I mean, come on, like people got to set up some narrative to take it away from Barry. But they know if you ask every one of the baseball purists 
or even the people that were trying to downplay him and say, just tell me about Barry Bonds, the batter, or the player, they'll give you about at least 10 minutes of straight talk, no hiccups, or no ums, or no ands, or no buts. <laughs> Believe me, they will get Barry as due. Hell, even Mark McGuire to a certain extent, but Mark, Mark didn't hit for, like, bases. Mark was hitting for power. Like, maybe his early stints in Oakland a little bit, but every time Mark came to the plate, mm-hmm. if, if he made contact, you were going out of the park, period. But, no, they they better give that, you know, what Barry did in Sierra Fran was special, and Mark McGuire and, and Sammy, that chase in, in 98, that was we, was, we was in high school watching that go down. Like, that was something crazy. Yeah. Like, I, that's just me. No, I, I 100% agree with you. I, I just want to br- bring up one thing, and I'm going to go right to you, Sirius. Um, I was watching TV today, and, you know, I watch, I watch First Take, and I, I watch a little Undisputed, too. Um, I have my son here, so I was, you know, I just had to watch something. Right? And, and, like, Chris Russo comes on Wednesdays, and he says, um, I didn't profit off of uh, the home run chase. And I'm like, dude, everybody profited off that home run chase. If you don't think you did – you're wrong. There's a cause and effect. Like that chase, baseball was in the crapper in 94. Me and you were in middle school. And they came back because of the home run chase. Made a lot of money for a lot of people, including the league. The league was able to make their own network. The network that's paying you to, to have your own show, uh, you know, hot take or whatever the, the show is called. There's a cause and effect. Everybody got rich off that. Like to take it away from Barry Bonds unofficially, just because Roger Maris' son said so, is crap. I mean, you're right. A lot of people took steroids. Not a lot of people hit home runs after that, too. There's only three of them. Only one hit 73. And Barry Bonds had 40-plus home runs before um, any of that steroid stuff happened. He had three MVPs. So you, your opinion is mute to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, 73 is 73. You can put whatever asterisk you want on it, but you can't act like it didn't happen. You, you, I, I refuse. Serious, what do you think about 62? Um, and Aaron Judge, and if you want to talk about Pujols too, go ahead. But you know, I'm, I'm focused on 62. You know, honestly, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's a tremendous accomplishment for for Aaron Judge uh, to reach that mark. I was honestly keeping a buck with you, beginning to think that he will come up short um, because mm. you know he was being pitched around and walked, and oh, yeah. he wasn't really getting much, he wasn't really getting much to hit. You know, and in the twelfth hour, if you will, he was able he was finally able to put one over the fence um, and, and eclipse, you know, uh, a record. So my hats off to him for that. To, to double click on what you were talking about, you know, if, that, if that's the true record, I actually agree with you both. Like as mu- as much as I'm an Aaron Judge fan, as much as I'm a Yankee fan, and as much as I appreciate and salute. Uh, his accomplishments this year, 73 is still 73, regardless. Yep. Um, and yep. I, I think that kind of paved the way for the likes of Aaron Judge, for the likes of Shea Otani and, and, and these other pluckers that, you know, are in the game. Like, just from a commercial standpoint, like, you know, Mark McGuire and Sosa and Bob was out doing McDonald commercials and Subway commercials and, and, you know, making themselves into a brand while this chase was going on, thus making them lead more money and making them more profitable. So, essentially, you know, what was going on back back when we was in middle school and high school, if you will, kind of paved the way for Aaron Judge to be able to do what he's doing now. So, 
uh, right? So to see um, one Yankee, a Yankee, and Maris over Ruth, and then <clears throat> and then to see Judge get it from another Yankee and Maris, it, it's interesting to see it passed down. That's already kind of the most historic franchise. I think that this is <clears throat> a, I mean, it's monumental. It's a different. It's a different type of era. We haven't seen anything like this in the sport that '90s run, and since what Barry did, uh, you know, at the very end of the '90s, early 2000s. So, you know, we're talking a couple of decades uh, since we've even seen anybody come close to uh, to numbers like this. Uh, so to see this happen, um, it, it's it's incredible. I mean, it's it, Judge couldn't have had this happen. Uh, at a better time for himself either. Like, you think about it, he was offered $30,500,000 a year, basically seven years at 213 and a half going into this year, and said no and battled himself. And, and man, that, that ticket's going to pay out for a while, right? Like, um, <laughs> good for him. <clears throat> and then his development, like, I, the one thing I heard Boone talk about, too, was that he's kind of figured out at times when the sort of <clears throat> dial a little bit and how to, be, you know, better take care of his body over the course of a full season with why you've fortunately seen him uh, be healthier this year than he has, um, you know, in previous seasons. So hopefully this is, these are lessons that he, he is taking with him as far as taking care of his body and doing this so we can see, you know, more complete bodies of work from him, uh, you know, moving forward and we can see more seasons like he's on the field a lot more than not. And so, uh, it's an incredible accomplishment, man. It, it's something to uh, it's something to be proud of. I didn't see what him and uh, Luis Arias did last. I saw Arias today from uh, the Twins. He was one for two, so I'm not quite sure how yeah, the, uh, just, how the batting title just, shook out. So I, but, I mean, so you keep you guys. You, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I mean, so you look the average is close to the Arias, but he far and away with home runs, far and away with. Uh, with RBIs and even run score, I believe. I think he had about a, a thirty run advantage over over anybody yeah, in the league. It's remarkable. It's it, it's a it's a level of dominance that 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 is something. I mean, it, it, it's impressive, and so I'm glad that and I feel fortunate as a baseball fan to to have been around. To see. Um, it's just a different era, different time. Um, it doesn't. Deep in, I don't care what Maris's son said. You never played the game. I mean, so you're just related to a guy who broke this record. I mean, fine, respect to your family and whatever. But you didn't play the game. Get out there and do this this level. You don't have that level of magnitude. And of course, you're going to uh, you're going to say your your pops had the home run record. Who wants to uh, like? And uh, he had the he had the American League home run record, bro. Like, and now he doesn't anymore. But you can't erase all the home runs that happened in the National League. And, you know, like, listen, coming off that season in 98 when uh, Barry and Sammy had that year, you know, I mean, when uh, Sammy and uh, Mark McGuire had that year, listen, Barry Bonds had one of the most remarkable offensive seasons that anybody's ever had, really. But it didn't talk about because we weren't here in the long ball. So he's like, okay, this is what you want? Like, this is what's going to be attention? All right. Like, I'll, I'll do that for you. And so then, you know, Barry then, this is what they want. This is how we're going to be more. So then when he uh, reached, shaped what he was doing, he still, once again, uh, showed that he was by far the best at it. Like, uh, Barry Bonds on a different level, bro. Yeah, I mean, hey, I've got you know. a question. Go ahead, real quick, go ahead. 
yo, real quick, real quick, so you know how in, in other sports when a player is, is up for a deal, you know, mm-hmm. they the season leading up to that deal, they ball out and they do everything that's in their power literally to, to impress and get that deal. Do you guys honestly think you said it you're you breaking up. You're you're breaking up. You're breaking up. I I I don't know. I can't hear it. Here's you there? I think you're breaking up, but if you can you hear him? No, he's breaking up. Yeah, he's breaking up pretty bad. But, um, Coming in like, <laughs> he's still going too. He's still he's still he's lamenting. Um, no, nah, we'll get back to we'll get back to that. But I want I want to talk playoff baseball. But I mean, I'll just tie it up with a bow. Incredible season. Um, baseball needed it. Yankees needed it. Jer- Aaron Judge needed it. Um, you know, of course, the Yankees needed it because they he carried this team all season long. I mean, they would be nowhere without this guy. Like it's incredible what he's done. So, um, you know he was the only guy in that lineup that was hidden at, at one point. So, and, but he was there every day, healthy. Um, he's figured out how to handle that outside slider uh, low and away. Um, you can't really throw that to him much anymore. Um, that's what's making him such a great hitter and that he's healthy. I mean, those are the two reasons that he's had. He's always, I think, been capable of having this type of season, but you just never saw him for over 150 games. And this is what happens when you get a player of his level over 152 games. So, uh, shout out to him. Um, you know, <laughs> Sirius is rolling through the mountains. Not surprised. So, um, yeah, when when you're when you're out of the out of the mountains, let me know. But um, yeah, so here's here's the deal. So we got now playoff baseball set. Um, you know, we got the brackets. It's a 12 team uh, playoff. I think last year's format, um, you know, was interesting. But I think this is probably the best one. I, I like. I just love having the wild card round, of the best of five, or I think is it the best of five or is it the best of, it's the best of five, right? It's not the best of three. Um, it could be. Uh, you know, let me know. Um, I think it is the best. So did this um, series, the two wild card series, the two wild card series this yeah. weekend are best of three. The three and the four seeds yeah. host all three games. Yeah, and it's a best. To yeah. three, and then next week we get to the division I, I, series, which is the best, of, which is the best of five. Yeah, absolutely. I love the best of three. I think the one, one and done was kind of, eh. um, it. But I think you know this one, like last year, I think they, they tinkered with it. It was the best of three, and and I, I thought the Twins would get through it, and they didn't. And it, it happened so fast. It happens really fast with these teams. So. Um, you know, I, I, I love this format. I, I hope it sticks. I'm pretty sure it will. So, I mean, I'll go, I'll start with UTP. I, you got the, in the American league, <clears throat> excuse me, you got the Tampa Bay Rays and the, the, the guardian, I don't have to say it, but the Cleveland guardians. And then you have the Mariners and the blue Jays. And then the national league, you got the Phillies and the Cardinals and the Padres versus the Mets. Um, which one of those series are you, are you most looking forward to seeing uh, play out over the next uh, couple of days? 
I'm more or less focused on the teams. I'm not really worried about the series because I really feel like a lot of the teams that you just mentioned, I think they're already going to spell themselves out. Um, one, first and foremost, you may get mad at me, Barry, but I'm going to say this. I really mm-hmm. want to see the Blue Jays go crazy. I want to see Vladimir Guerrero Jr. go crazy with that offense. I think the Blue Jays could actually shake some some cages out there. And also, um, I really love and respect Albert Pujols. I want to see him go out on a storybook ending. So I feel like um, I think the Phillies are in a lot of trouble trying to deal with him right now, uh, um, especially while that, that whole team has actually been playing on all, all cylinders too. And um, – I don't know about the Padres, man. Ever since, uh, you know, what happened to Tatis, it was like they kind of were shaky all season long, but they're in it. But I feel like they may mm-hmm. end up stubbing their toe. If they could actually do it without him, it would be incredible to see if they could get to the second round. But I don't think they could pull it off. So it's, it's interesting to see if San Diego can still stay, you know, stay on a beaten path while they're dealing with so much turmoil along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Padre Met series is very interesting to me. I think – Listen, Soto's got to prove why the Padres traded for him, right? They gave up a lot to get him. Um, this is his time to shine. And I, for the Mets, this is this is what happens, man. Like they they should. No offense, Mike, but they should have won this uh, this division. They were pretty much coast to coast leading this division up as many by as many as ten games. But you you've decided to not show up against the the Marlins and the Cubs and the Nationals. And this is what you got. You got a, a best of three series against a dangerous Padre team and because you couldn't take care of business. Even all, all, even all you went through, you still had the Braves at home. Or, or it was on the road, my fault. But you all you had to do was win one of those games, and you still couldn't come up. You came up short with your three best starters. So, a terrible series. And, TB, I got to listen. I, I, I like Vlad Guerrero because he let us party in his house. <laughs> Shout out to Vlad Guerrero. But um, I'm I, I'm happy for the Mariners, man, because last year they just missed that playoff, and and um they got a nice young team out there in Seattle. J Rod, uh, Julio Rodriguez, who should be the AL Rookie of the Year. Uh, he's exciting to watch. I'm really interested. I'm intrigued by this Mariners. Uh, ball club. I like what I see out of them, but I agree with you. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Mike, what, what do you what are you liking so far in this first, in these first round uh, matchups? So first of all, um, the Mets did have a very good season. You're right; they came again very close. And, and honestly, like uh, both of these teams really provided, you know, a photo finish in that division. Um, you know, the, the nature of baseball is you win about a third of your games and you lose about a third of your games and then do the other third that make a difference. And the Braves and Mets both won the others, right? So um, this was, you know, when, when the Braves looked York in, in August after dropping four out of five, it fell back to like seven and a half games. I thought they were done. Uh, but what a fantastic pennant race. I feel like one sort of starting to come around. Uh, Josh mm-hmm. Bell hasn't done a whole lot. Um, you know, San Diego, as far in the first round as Darvish and can take them. They're both going to have to pitch really well yeah. uh, for them. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, <clears throat> I think the Mets are, uh, you know, the clear-cut favorite, especially at home, and they will be able to line up their pitching. Um, and then I think, you know, I think the, the Cardinals should beat the Phillies. I, 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 
actually, I, I think it's almost only fair to me. I feel like the Cardinals, Braves, Mets, and Dodgers have four of them have as the best four teams in the National League this year, and it's it's not Absolutely. really too, to be honest with you. So I hope that those are the mm-hmm. four that are there in the division series, and then will be it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, every team's good that you got to play. Um, listen, this Mets team could be really dangerous for the Dodgers in a short series um, if yeah. if the uh, if the Mets get out of that first series. You know, I look on the other side. I look at um, I look at Toronto and Seattle. It's interesting that both teams that were uh, you know so close last year ended up you know, they were the two teams that were just kind of on the outside of the playoffs looking in. So for both teams to get in, I almost hate that they have to play each other. You know, Seattle breaking the longest drought in uh, pro sports as far as making the playoffs. Good for them. Um, I, I hope. Mm-hmm. I hope they win this series coming up, even though I, I, kind of, I like the Toronto team and all those kids. I hope they win this series just because I want to see Seattle fans get a home playoff game. That's a uh, starved fan base for success in baseball. They do love their Mariners. And <clears throat> I would like to see that, that fan base get a chance. As far as on the other side, I, you know, I, I really – Cleveland's pitching is, is remarkable. They got a lot to, uh, you know, in, the, in their offense. They started to come around later in the year um, as they were able to pull away. Tampa, one of those teams, man, that, like, sometimes they just kind of leave you scratching. And, like, I, I don't know how, but they still just find a way to get it done. I feel like maybe their pitching is going to tell off on them this year. I don't think they're going to get that first round. So, I mean, I, I, <clears throat> I think um, I, I lean towards Seattle being the road team that's going to win, that's the most most likely a series, but I think anything can happen. Uh, you know, anything can happen in the rest of them for sure. I I just don't know how Tampa does it. They don't have one guy that hit over 20 home runs this year. They they don't only um, Rosarena has over 60 RBIs, and they're a playoff team. I don't know how they do it. They're, they because they grow arms. Because they yeah. grow arms, because they mix and match. They got this whole position of saying, Jeff Madden kind of started it when he left. They kind of continued it. Uh, now they do have a couple mm-hmm. of really bright superstars in the Rosarena, and can we get Wanda Franco back? And then they may actually have some tradition. Yeah. But, I mean, they mix, mix and match with their pitching. They have openers. It's like all this craziness. And and somehow though they just have enough depth and they still find a way to find a way to win. It's like that team that can just kill you with paper cuts. Yeah, best by a thousand cuts. They're amazing. I think we got um, I think we got serious back. If if you're there, um, give me your outlook on the divisional series. Uh, we got some fun series: Phillies, Cards, Mets, Padres. Uh, we got Tampa Bay Guardians. How the Guardians? You know, m- nobody expected them to make the playoffs. They're in it. Um, I expected this right. to be in there. I don't know how that happened. And then uh, Mariners and Blue You know, honestly, when you start to look at it, man, it, it's kind of interesting. You know, like I, I, I was sitting here listening, and, and the fact that that the Mets, you know, are now playing and, and, and this playing thing is it, quite interesting because, again, you, you said it, man. These, these guys have been 
you know, the leaders in the clubhouse for a long, a long time, you know, this whole season, if you will, now to, to lose it at the end and you get, you know, a, a, a game-ready Padres team. I, I'm really looking at that series, and if I can airmark any of the four, um, you know, that, that that's going to kick off in the next couple of days there just because of the, the, the mere star power that is on display there, like, you bring in a Max Scherzer and, 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 and you go out and get this, this, this pitching if you're the Mets and all of a sudden you are now thrusted into an environment where you now have to perform. You know, Juan Soto gets traded from the Washington Nationals and now he's in a position where he's very familiar. Don't don't get it twisted. Like, Juan Soto is very familiar with these types of environment because he's a champion as a member of the Washington Nationals. He's used to the big stage, you know what I'm saying? So if, if, if there was ever a, a player, in my opinion, that can literally carry a, a, a team, uh, especially for a series, Juan Soto could be that potential guy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the Phillies, the, the, the Philadelphia Phillies and, and Cardinals uh, matchup, I love it just just, just as a purist and for the love of baseball. Like, growing up, it was always the, the Cardinals, you know what I'm saying? We just talked about Mark McGuire a little bit ago. It was the Cardinals, you know what I'm saying, and, and the Phillies. So, I'm curious to see about that one. And the AL, man, talk about the Seattle Mariners. I mean, everybody's mentioning it, so I'm going to go ahead and put my stamp of approval on it. The fact that the Mariners – are playing postseason baseball after so many years of of missing the cut and missing the cut and missing the cut um, and being close and everything. Like I, I tip my cap to them. I don't think they win the series, but what 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 what, what a hell of a series that's going to be. And then you know the the Guardians and Tampa Bay. Here's the thing: Tampa Bay is a team, and I I think I called in to, to the MLB show. Uh, and mention this, Tampa Bay, those, those Rays are a team that you don't want to play. They get zero F. They remind me of the bad boy Pistons of, oh, they, they crash the party and don't care that they're crashing the party. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's going it's, it's, it's to be really, really fun to watch these, these games unfold um, and, and see what it all shakes out, man. But I, I, I'm glad that. Um, they extended the, the the series. It's not a one and done. You can actually, you know, afford to stud your toe a little bit and get back up on the horse and try again. Um, but it, they, it's just, this is what we play for, man. It's the fall classic, man. Let's go, let's go to work. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. Um, you know, and, and the Padres, they look like they figured Hater out. You know, I think they, they got him back on track. I think that's going to be huge. Um, so we'll see how that shakes out. TP. Really quick, who do you have playing in the World Series? I want to go really quickly around the room, then we can move on from baseball if you want. Um, Houston, Houston, LA, man, the rematch without any um devices on on our two V chairs, man. Set it <laughs> off, man. <laughs> Going chalk. Uh, Harvey, who do you got in the World Series? Um, I got Houston. You know, I. I've gone back and forth on my on my National League pick. I I've really been honestly been going between two teams to be quite honest with you. Uh because I, I could see scenarios. Does, I think the Cardinals could get there. I think it'll be Braves, Mets or Dodgers. Uh, so 
I, I guess at least today, uh, it's, today I'm at least uh, keep my fan hat on, I guess. And I'm going to say the Braves back and play Houston in the rematch. Uh, but I, I honestly believe that uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out because um, the winner, of the, assuming that the Mets get past the Padres, like, uh, depending on how that series shakes out with Mets and Dodgers, somebody could really set themselves up to be in, in a good position coming off that series. Yeah, I mean, Dodgers, I saw a crazy stat. They've won um, 96 games by more than two runs. <laughs> they can score, man. They can score some runs. So, um, serious. Who do you like in the World Series? Be back in the woods. Be in the woods. He's like riding through the Rocky Mountains. I don't know where he's riding through. <sighs> serious. Hang with that guy. Uh, he's probably riding from area code to area code. Call, call me back if you're in. I gotta go. I listen. I, my my hate for the the Astros to not let me pick them, even though I think they're the favorite. I gotta go Yankees, Dodgers. Um, I was thinking really? Braves. <laughs> I I was thinking Braves, but I think the Dodgers they'll they'll do enough. Um, with even with the pitching staff, not slightly compromised and not as good as it's been in the past. I, I think, you know, they'll get by the Braves. I like Yankees and Dodgers in the World Series. Sirius, you there? Yeah, I'm there. I'm sorry. Yeah, you go. There you go. Give me your yep. World Series. Hey, my fault. Well, see, here's the thing. You know, I, 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 I despise the Houston Astros, but until we are show that we can beat them in the playoffs, yeah. I, I, I have no choice but to pick them. So, um. I'm going to go Houston, and I think the Mets come out of the National League. I think that they figure it out. You don't go out there and grab the pitching that they were able to acquire um, and not show up in big moments. So if if, if I'm going to keep it a whole buck, I think that is going to be the Mets and the Astros, which puts me in a bad position as a Yankee fan. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can't. I don't want to the Mets. I don't believe. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I think that Lady Luck's gonna end up running out on on the Braves. Like, I mean, they piece smell it together and they and and, and they figure it out. But at, at some point, you won't need to start. You know what I'm saying? So I, th- I mean, the, 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 the Braves are formidable. Um. I don't. I, here's the thing. I don't really trust the Dodgers much. Like, yeah, they got the talent, and mm-hmm. it's just I'm 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 sick of seeing them. You know, essentially. So I I think if I'm gonna just you know put some bread down on, on a team to come out of the NL that's not chalk, I I I think the Mets have a have a good shot to do it. Boy, can yeah, you Mike. Know, yeah. Luckily, the way to uh, you gonna put some respect. This is listen. This is five. Straight division. This is coming back from ten and a half down. This is a hundred plus wins division, um, right up against another hundred win team. This is a team that has a lot of good young stars and their future locked up. And a team that has homegrown a lot of this talent. This is not a piecemeal somehow find a way to luckily skate by. 
I, I'll be honest with you. If, if I had to lay money, I would say they're not going to repeat because it's hard to do. It hasn't been done since 2000. So I, I'm, I'm not betting on a repeat. But this is not a piecemeal, just find some way to get by type of baseball team. This is even without your brightest really shining and being the, the beacon that's supposed to lead you. And with your most energetic guy out a good chunk of the year, too, if you had said to any at the beginning of the season that Acuna would be back, but he was only going to hit about – he might hit right at uh, 20 home runs and still 28 bases. He hit 15 home runs, he might still 30 bases. And Ozzy Albies is going to miss two-thirds of the season. You still weren't going to get anything from Mike Soroka. And Ian Anderson was going to digress. You would have said – this, this team is going to have to piecemeal to win it, but this team did not, man. There's a lot of talent on this, and it has a very, very bright here, future. We, we, we're going to put some respect on that. Here is why I said what, what I said, and you, and you just said it out for me. The, 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 the Atlanta Braves didn't have their brightest stars. They didn't do it mm-hmm. the way everybody else does it. They show you by desperate play because and, and, uh, uh, up until a week ago, they were – Miles behind the Mets, and the Mets fell on their own sword. And, and oh, the, the 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 Mets fell on their sword, and the Atlanta Braves found a way to get it done. This is no shade to the Atlanta Braves. Don't don't be the twister. I'm not throwing shade, but what I'm saying is this: at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? The Atlanta Braves piecemealed this shit together, scrapped and clawed, and got themselves a division title. Back to my original point, I think that at some point, Lady Luck's going to stop smiling on the Atlanta Braves and they'll have to, you know, find another way to get it done. That's all I'm saying. Like, this, 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 this is not close to the Braves, though. Like, they got it done. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't, I, I don't think they're going to they're be able to run through the playoffs playing that way. Well, you had you had Austin Riley at third base hit hit almost four runs. You had Olsen get a hundred plus RBIs. You had Max Fried do the things that he did. So they were not well behind the Mets until about a week or two ago. There has been there has only been like one day in the last month that the Braves and Mets were separated by more than a game and a half. Once the Braves climbed back into that division in late August before New York, and they came close, they've been right on their heels. That's my point. It so took them not till been late August. That's my point. It took them till late August to climb back into it. You're proving my point for me. No, they they were within a game and a half in August. They had a series, and it took them a month to climb back. But they have not. You said they were. You said that they were close behind as of as, until like the last week or so. And that's that's just not the case. I don't believe that they're going to win the World Series, but I do think that this is more than just a lucky thing. No, I, again, nobody said I, they're a lucky team. I don't think they're a lucky I team. Like, I, I, I just yeah. think they're going to have to – I have to think. Like, he, he, he's a bright fan, and, and I get it. But at the end of the day, the, the, the New York Mets had a double-digit lead in that division for a long period of time. Am I right or wrong? Okay. No, they so, did. The, 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 but the, I mean, the Braves had. Like, Max Freed was injured right this month, um, Mike. So, 
um, you know, that was one of their 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 lead starting pitchers, right? That that they're not. I don't even know if he's going to be ready for the playoffs. He still gave you ready. He still gave you the majority. He still gave you the majority of his starts this year. He only missed a short amount of time. Right, right. But I'm saying, like, you know, I mean, listen. You're right, though. I mean, listen. I I I think that I think that uh, you could definitely make a case for Dodgers. Mets, but this is uh this wasn't just Lady Luck that won three games from the Mets this past weekend when they had the division on the line and the Mets all they had to do was get one. Uh, the Braves didn't luck at, luck into three wins. No, no, but I, you I, don't I, I luck into one hundred and one wins. You don't luck into one hundred and one. I get that. Wins. I don't think I don't think Syria said that, but I think that it's with some of the injuries that they had. Um, Darren Day uh, O'Day was hurt this year too. Um, you know, they had to, like you said, they had to find some pieces and, until Acuna got back uh, healthy this year. So, um, you know, listen, shout out to the Braves. And I think, listen, the Braves are a good team. And I said if they got into that race, they were a dangerous team. And they did. The Mets let them back in and they took it away from them. No doubt about it. But I, I think it's more about the Mets faltering than the Braves, you know, really climbing back. And no offense to the Braves, but the Mets blew it. The Mets blew it. And they're lucky that it's a six-game playoff because if they had blown it like this in years past, which we've always seen, like it's like every time September comes around, even since my dad said it, because my dad's a Met fan, he just hates playing the Marlins in September. It's it's ne- it never goes good <laughs> good for the Mets when they play the Marlins in September. And in true to form, the Mets just they blow it in September. It's ridiculous. You know what I mean? So. Um, just like the Cowboys blow it in January, the Mets blow it in September, and thank God they had enough wins to get into the playoffs or the wild card. So um, it's going to be interesting. It, it, it really is. But I mean, TP, anything you want to add before we move on? No, we pretty much got it covered. I mean, you know, they they going back and forth about the Braves and them and, and your favorite Mets team. So it's it's interesting. So um, I mean, we can move away from it. You know. PC got jealous. He just got uninvited. He just got uninvited. Come on, you know what I mean. Well, tell Avery that. Well, then you tell Avery that. I want you to tell her. I want you to tell her to her face. Tell her. Now tell her. Tell her right now. Tell her right now. Wake her up and tell her. Wake her up and tell her. She's sleeping. She's going to cry. She's going to cry right to you. She's going to cry right at you. No. She would do that. Yeah. She would She would do that, too. That's hysterical. Uh, no, it's gonna be fun. I can't wait to, for the playoffs to get started. I had, I think, I had Yankees Braves um, to start the season, so um, right on schedule with that actually. But I, I flipped to the Dodgers this season. Let's talk some football. Um, listen, we got <laughs> week four in the bag. Week five is gonna get kicked off tomorrow. My Giants are in London to face the Pack. But um, I want to, I want to get your guys' opinion on. I think we talked about it a little bit last night, but I definitely want to get um, everybody's opinion on that uh, Bills and Ravens game from last week. Um, Ravens losing that game to the Bills um, in, I, I don't know, I don't want to say it was a historic fashion, but it definitely wasn't a good look for them, right? Um, you know, listen, at the, it's the call, right? It's the fourth down call to go for it at the goal line. Um, John Harbaugh second guessed, um, might have second guessed himself. Uh, went for it on fourth down instead of taking the points. They wound up losing twenty three to twenty. Uh, the Ravens into Buffalo. Buffalo moving to three and one. Ravens at two and two right now. Uh, TP, what did you think about that call at the end of the game? 
Harbaugh is going to keep costing them games if he keeps going away from the best kicker in the NFL. Like, it's like, why doesn't Tucker get to perform? Like, you're paying Tucker whatever you're paying him. He should be the highest-paid kicker like the Sebastian Janikowski days. You're not. You're going with the offense and trying to, I guess, somehow make Lamar look bad. But I don't know. He's still on pace to have an MVP-like season or be a candidate. Uh, Harbaugh, both of the Harbaugh brothers have done enough damage in the NFL, and, and it's enough. And I don't know whether if it's more or less on the offensive coordinator or Harbaugh, but at the end of the day, you guys aren't bringing this guy any help. And it's like Lamar really has to be that one-man band to carry you guys to the promised land. I just hope he remains healthy and actually brings an MVP back because then they'll have to pay him. But at the end of the day, it's been it, – I think it was about three or four games last year where they went away from Tucker and lost the game because of his decision to go for it. Um, these coaches try to be the smartest people in the room, and it's enough now. Now it's enough. We know you got the power to be the head coach, but come on. Try to win the game. Do the right thing. Make the right call. Don't just like, oh, we're going to put the nail in the coffin and then slip up, and then it's like, oh, I'll deal with the media for a day and a half. Like, get no, no, stop that, because there's people that really are investing their money and time to come there and watch you for three and a half hours to fall on your face. It, 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 it's crazy. So um, that's what I really got to say about the hardballs. At least Jim is holding it down in Michigan at this point, but uh, if that's another conversation for another day. But John, on the other hand, if he continues to do this, I mean, the front office has to do something. They have to say something to him. I don't know how long this goes on. You know, it's, you got the best kicker in the game. Use him. Take the points and play defense. I mean, what are we doing here? Um, Mike, what did you think about that call to go for it? I mean, listen, I, I kind of said it last night. Um, if I kill Matt LaFleur for taking the ball out of, um, out of Aaron Rodgers' hands in the playoffs, I can't kill Harbaugh for putting the ball in the best player uh, on his team's hands in Lamar Jackson. But I, I think it's a little different. It's tied. Take the points. You know what I mean? Take the points. Um, what did you think about that call to go for it on fourth down? It's a little different when you got the best kicks in the league. I mean, I, I think if you're right, um, if it's tied, I could be taking – I mean, I, I should take the points. I mean, I, I get this is my best player this week, guys. But, you know, to me, you had the ability to get it done on third down. You and you didn't get it. So, I mean, I, I think they should have kicked it. I should have kicked it. But at the same time, like I said, I I get I get why you would say this is my, you know, this is my star. This is, uh, and and I, you know, I think it's it's um, hindsight twenty twenty. If he converts there, and they get the touchdown, and they get the first down, and they're able to run a few more plays before they score and uh, take off a little bit more time, then he looks like a genius, right? I mean, you're defined by the by the results. It didn't turn out the way, uh, you know, in a favorable way for Baltimore. And, and much like the quarter, sometimes coaches get too much credit when you win and, and too much blame when you when you lose. But that's that's the responsibility. That's the that's the price you pay to be in this position. So um, I don't know. I I trust Justin Tucker more than I do about any other kicker um, in a long, long, long time if ever. Until I probably would have taken the points. I trust him more than that defense, but you know, listen, I, I, you just gotta take the points, man. I mean, you gotta, you, you gotta take the points. Um, serious, what do you think about that that call uh, to go for it on fourth down? Serious, if you're there, you're on mute. I hate, I hate the mute button sometimes. Helpful, but harmful. 
Is you there? Serious? Are you there? Are you are you awake? Oh, yeah, okay. Here we go. Uh, listen, I I'm I'm in I'm inclined to take the points. That's just me. I I listen. Um, if he if he if if the play is a success, you know he looks like a genius, but it goes the other way. So, um, what are you gonna do? Um, but listen, Lamar Jackson. I, I can't kill him. I can't kill him because you put the ball in his hands. But like I said, you gotta take the points at that point. You gotta don't don't make it harder for your team. Just you know, kill, go out there and, and you know that's your job as a coach. Get put them in the best position to win. And I don't think he did that. So you know, we'll we'll see how it go, how it goes on. But one one story we don't get to talk about a lot. PP is is Russ, right? Um, Russ ain't cooking. <laughs> yeah, Russ ain't cooking too much in um in in Denverland. I mean, they're they're winning some games here and there, but um, it's just I it's just like I don't know. I feel like something is off. You know what I mean? You know, Gino took his team and is having a really good season. Russ isn't so much. So I want to kind of flip this a little bit. Um. You got some quarterbacks in new face in new places, new faces in new places. Um, you got Russ in Denver. You got a Baker in Carolina, which is turning out to be a disaster so far. You got Carson Wentz out in Washington with the Commanders. So I mean, of these new quarterbacks or any any others that I've missed, like what new face in, in a new place? It's just not not working for you right now, TP. And if you're there, you're on mute. I hope it's me. I hope it's everybody on mute because if it's me, then I got to hang up and call back in. <laughs> Timeless, you there? Timeless going once. Timeless going twice. Wait, repeat the question. I was up here talking on mute. Say it again, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's a, like what quarterback that's in a new environment, a new team, like Russ in Denver. You got Matty Ice in, in, in Indy. You got Baker in Carolina. You know, you got Carson Wentz in Washington. Which one of these quarterbacks is just not cutting the mustard? You know, they, they need to catch up. Two, two of them, two of them, Baker and Carson, both of them. They, they both are potentially gone mid-season. I don't even think they should make it to the duration of the season. Um, I think Baker can actually save himself this week. It'll be kind of tough, but Carson Wentz can't get out of his own way, and it is him. Like, he has a receiving core to actually make it happen. They had an interesting mm-hmm. little stint uh, in the game this past weekend and still lost the game. They found a way to lose the game while the running game was working, too. Like, so I don't know what Carson Wentz is going to do to help turn things around in Washington, but he is the guy that should be the staple quarterback for that organization for at least the next two to three seasons because who can they get just pick up? They, they're going to have to get somebody out of the draft. So, they're going to have to stick with Carson. And, and Baker, man, I know you've been trying like heck to always be the one to show bold and show out. I still remember the Hugh Jackson game when he went to Cincinnati and you showed up on him and you wanted to do the same thing when you got to Carolina. It has not turned out that way now. I got to give him some leeway because Christian McCaffrey is nicked up a little bit. They don't have the same receiver core that he's used to, but you got to be able to turn the corner, Baker. Like I don't know when the Panthers get out of their way. They're already saying that Ron Rivera and Rule will probably lose their jobs sooner or later. So 
it'll be tough to see, but their coaching styles aren't doing it for their teams because everybody's able to go in there and, and steal a win from them. Yeah, I mean, it's I, Matt Rule was the coach that I actually liked um, in New York, and then we got Joe Judge, and now it looks like he might not last through the season because it's just it's just a disaster right now. It's just not working in Carolina. And part of it, to your point, is the quarterback play. They don't really have a quarterback. DJ Moore is a talented receiver. He looks trash because he doesn't have a quarterback to throw to him. And you're absolutely right. Carson Wentz has no excuse. No excuse. You got two good running backs and you got a, three really good receivers. One that Sirius knows very well in Dotson. You got McLaurin, who is mo- one of the more underrated receivers in the league. And Sam, and you can't figure it out. Like, he, it's, what a disaster. What a disaster. Um, I mean, Mike, what do you think about these quarterbacks? You know, there's a couple, there's, like I said, there's a couple quarterbacks. Wilson on uh, Denver, you got Trubisky and Pittsburgh, who just got benched. Um, Baker, who's just, you know, with the comments that he made, like, you know, just you're over it, right? Like, who, what quarterback in a new place are you not impressed with? So, right now, to me, like, I'm not surprised, nor am I impressed with uh, Trubisky. I am mm-hmm. um, I'm getting about expected out of Baker. The two that I think uh, that jump out to me right now are – and, and I think that um, if you look at it, like I feel like uh, the Thursday night game this week should be called the quarterback away ball because uh, everybody said the Colts and the Broncos are just a quarterback away. And you look at the Colts right now, their first time in the division, uh, this team is, uh, in a lot of people's minds, supposed to be in that division. And their first time through their division, they tie with Houston, they get Jacksonville and they lose at Tennessee. <clears throat> so you're halfway through your division games now and single win in your division. The only thing that's really uh, uh, partially saving you is the fact that you got a win over Kansas City uh, last week and made a couple of plays. But that, that Indianapolis offense, mm-hmm. um, uh, some of it is just needing to get healthy, but that team is still not where people were predicting they were going to be, at least so far. After, uh, after four weeks of the 22 NFL season. And then the other one to me is Denver and, and Russell Wilson. And I think that uh, a lot of this has to do with coaching. I think there's uh, – I don't understand. There's just, there's there's not a whole lot of innovation going on there. And uh, how many times have we seen Russ actually operate outside the pocket or roll out or do anything? And how many uh, times have we really seen him take many shots down the field? To me, those are a couple of the uh, definite strengths of his game, being able to extend plays by enough time. And, and Russell Wilson throws one of the best deep balls in the league. And I don't think that we've seen uh, that sort of uh, show itself. And with the pieces that Denver had, man, um, you know, they said so they're a quarterback away, but their offense has been very, very uh, – Underwhelming. This past week was the most points they put up on the board um, all year, and it still ended up in a loss for them. So those are the two teams that I think had the highest expectations going into the year, and I don't know that they, mm-hmm. they are are realizing those yet. So those are the two that, that I point to. I'm I'm not surprised that the other guys. I do think that they have, uh, you know, they're going to get coaches fired, and um, you know we'll we'll see what happens moving forward. 
but I kind of expected those results. Um, I expected a little more from Russ and and uh, Maddie Ice. So I mean, you know, as the season progresses, see, you know, this may be a completely different answer in a month. Yeah, absolutely. I I expect way more from Russell with the talent that he had. You thought he was bereft of talent, not really in Seattle, right? You had Metcalf and you had uh, Lockett, but. I'm going into a better situation in Denver, and that offense looks like – I don't know how that offense can regress, but it looks like it's regressed in, in Denver. Um, TP, I mean, so, I mean, we, we talked about the quarterbacks that are disappointing to you. What quarterback – I mean, outside of the obvious, like Pat Mahomes and company, which quarterback is the most surprising to you so far uh, this season? When you put the ring on Shy's finger, what she says? And she cried. <laughs> she said, she said, he went to Jerry. So Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Goff has the best offense in the NFL right now. That's a super he fast. Is scoring, he is scoring out an electric clip, and he don't even have Jamison Williams involved right now. Um once they do that, I mean, I want to see if he can keep this going or rev the engine even more. So for him to have, I think he has three picks on the season. It might be four. I really think it's three, though. But it could be th- it's three mm-hmm. or four. Uh, he has the same amount of touchdown passes. As, he has the same amount of touchdown passes as Lamar and uh, Josh Allen. Like, he's up there. They're, like, one touchdown away from each other. So he's in that conversation. So he's been doing electric things. It's just that the defense has been letting him down. So, um I feel bad that we got the number one offense and the number 32nd ranked defense. So one way or another, that defense got to give me a few stops. Um, But for what Goff has been able to do right now, barring injury and still being able to put up 45, I mean, I mean, it was a losing effort, but still having these outputs, I'm I'm giving him credit. And a lot of people didn't think Goff would have that type of season at this particular moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I told you, I have golf. I had golf starting over Brady the last two weeks. And he proved me right. Like, this is – I said this thing. This is the, one of the best offenses in the league. They can score on anybody. And I wrote it in my article, too, on sportscitychefs.com. Shame the plug. Um, this offense can score on anybody. It's the defense that's holding them back. And I got to double-click on this, TP. 27 years old, haven't leading the league in touchdowns, a tie for touchdowns with 11, only three intercepts. You found your quarterback? For now, they, I I still think this draft they have to pick up a quarterback. Regardless, they we have Nate Sudfeld that they picked up from the Niners off of their practice squad. He wasn't even backing up no more. They they have to get somebody because uh, Boyle I knew wasn't that guy, and Blau I just didn't feel comfortable with him, especially going into the preseason. They both look bad. They still have to get a quarterback, but at least for the next four seasons, Goff should be the guy. I know he's going to have his ups and downs. He's gotten to a Super Bowl with the Rams, but. He knows success, and right now the offense is looking electric. He's doing it week after week. It's not like, oh, he had one game and it went crazy. Like, no, like, he's steady getting at least – I want to be – well, shoot, the average is higher than that. He's averaging like 34, 35 points a game. I was going to say 27 points, but that's lower. So he's averaging mm-hmm. – he's getting at least five scores, five possessions on the board. So if he could continue to get that, I'm I'm not crying. I mean, you may be, but I'm not. So – that defense just need to help us out. We could be electric if we could get the defense to get stopped. I mean, he's doing a marvelous job. It's, it's getting overshadowed by the defense being so porous. 
you got to draft defense this year. I think that's your number one priority in the draft and, and sign some guys. You should be 4-0. You should be 4-0. Like, it makes me sick to say it, but it, it makes me sick that I should be saying because there's no – you should have won the Eagles game. In my opinion, you came back. I thought you had them on the ropes, and I, you definitely should have won that, that, uh, that Seattle Seahawks game. The Vikings game probably could have won too. Um, you could easily be 4-0. So it, it's crazy that defense is holding you back so bad because this offense can score on anybody, anybody. Um, interesting matchup against the Patriots this week uh, on Sunday. I, I, um, it's in New England, but I, I like your chances. I, I really do. That's the win you got to get. Um, and the Cowboys, like, everybody was probably looking. It's going to be interesting to see that offense, that Lions offense against that Cowboy defense. That's going to be a fun matchup in two weeks, but I don't want to look too far ahead. Mike, what quarterback, excuse me, what quarterback um, is surprising you so far this year? And if you're there, you're on mute. Yeah, sorry about that. Surprising me, uh, so I'm going to go right did. Uh, the guy that we were just talking about, man, how can you not be both surprised and impressed with Jared Goff and that Lions offense when you – what they've been able to produce? I mean, looking at that, at those receivers, looking at what they had, um, you had a feeling that this team had a chance to be explosive and put up points. I don't know that I really believed after week four that we would be calling them the number one offense in the NFL. Um, it's well-deserved, but that's the guy uh, that really sticks out and, and, surpri- and surprises me as far as all, all the, as far as all the quarterbacks in this, in this league that have really sort of uh, outpaced or outperformed expectations. Uh, I, I'm also impressed with what uh, Jalen Hurts has done and what was supposed to and what is definitely – supposed to be sort of a uh, a prove it year for him, you know, kind of a short leash, but they also got him a lot of weapons. So, uh, you know, they want to see results. And uh, the early returns in um, are pretty good for them, but for sure. But, yeah, to me, it's uh, it's got Goff and, what, and the performances that he's been able to uh, put in week in it with, with Detroit. I'm impressed with the level of uh, consistency for him. And I, uh, you know, the one thing that I want to see is, you know, as the weather starts to turn and it gets colder, um, you know, can he maintain that? Because that is one thing that we have seen uh, golf struggle with at times in the past. And to me, that's the next step. Uh, that's the next progress for me for uh, Jared Goff is to see him uh, continue to mature in his game so that he can handle the elements a little bit better. Um, in those situations. So uh, I, I want to see that moving forward, but I, I'm very impressed with uh, Mr. Goff uh, so far this year. And I think it's funny uh, <laughs> that, uh, you know, you make the trade and then talk about it last year, uh, but let's make no mistake uh, uh, and, and let's not miss any words in making this next point. Uh, Mr. Goff has far – and above and away so far outperformed uh, your Super Bowl uh, winning quarterback. No, absolutely. I, I think that whole line. Well, I was going to get to them in a minute, but uh, I hit. I I feel like that whole Lions offense is just 
far and above right now playing way better than the Rams offense. It's just not even close. Um, the Rams offense looks completely lost uh, right now. Um, they just can't figure it out. And, and they kind of went through that last year, but I think this year is worse than last year. So, um, serious. I want to get your opinion. Um, what quarterback? You, so you you missed it the first time because you're probably out in the woods chopping chopping the tree down. But um, what what quarterback is disappointing you, and then what quarterback is surprising you so far this season? Uh, the quarterback that is disappointing right now is Russell Wilson. I, I really believe that mm-hmm. even in um, in Denver that he was supposed to really jump in there and be the quote unquote missing piece. Um, and right now he's been playing like a piece of you know filling the blank. So I, I, I think Russell Wilson will be the biggest disappointment. Uh, so for me, the, the, the quarterback that I'm actually more impressed with is his understudy, his replacement in Geno Smith. You know, this is a guy, in my opinion, who's been left on the scrap heap, left for dead, if you will. And I said this yesterday on NFL Free For All show right here on Tuesday night, hosted by myself and Barry DeVille and Jordan, chamber plug, if you will. Um, but, but I, I said it last night. You know, I avoided majority of Seattle players, you know, in fantasy football, you know, draft because I was not a believer in Geno Smith. But if you look at how he's been able to distribute the ball to his eligibles, how he's been able to protect the football primarily, um, you know, Geno Smith is, is playing excellent ball right now. You know, I'm not, now I'm not saying he's going to continue to play this well, uh, but Geno's playing ball right now. One more other guy that is disappointing me as of late um, is Carson Wentz, and mm. I think a lot of that, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that his offensive line is one of the worst in football. Um, but a, a couple of those sacks that he has taken is just Carson Wentz being Carson Wentz, holding on to the football too long, not throwing it away, not taking the check down, uh, trying to swing for the fence for every damn play, and it's causing his team to get behind the six and get put in, you know, unfortunate, manageable, you know, situations, thus causing the offense to implode on himself. Like Terry McLaurin, who is one of the best receivers in our game, had two catches last week, two catches for 14 yards. Like, if you can't find your best receiver, it doesn't matter if Dave Bushadol and give the brother a bubble screen or something. So those are the two guys that are just disappointing me, and I've really been impressed with Geno Smith out of Seattle. Yeah, I, 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 I am impressed with Geno. I had him as a, um, a fantasy waiver wire pickup. Um, if I could find him, I would get him. Um, in one of my leagues because I have Russell Wilson and he has been dog crap. He has done nothing for my team. Um, I'm, I'm borderline going to, you know, not drop him, but I might pick up, I, I'd rather have an unhealthy Matt Jones right now uh, than, than Carson Wentz uh, or, or Russell Wilson right now. It's, it's, it's just that bad. So, um, you know, a quarterback that's surprising me, not surprising me, but no, he is surprising me, is, is Trevor Lawrence. I, I think Trevor Lawrence, it's, it's what a difference coaching makes, right? Um, you know, Urban Meyer was a complete joke, and now you got Doug Peterson, who 
in his own right should not have been uh, fired in Philadelphia. I don't think he was the big problem, but I think that team kind of tuned him out in the end. Uh, he's a good quarterback coach. He's a good coach, and Carson Wentz, and not, and not, he benefited from it. I think, um, you know, guys that came after him benefited from it, and now you're seeing Trevor Lawrence and, and Jacksonville benefiting from from uh, from Doug Peterson and how, you know, how, how smart of a coach he is. So um, I hope Trevor Lawrence can keep this going. He looks like he deserves to be that number one pick, and, and rightfully so. So And he's got weapons all over the place, Zay Jones, uh, uh, you got Marvin. You got you got the running backs, Robinson, in, in the company. He's got weapons out there to throw to, so that helps as well. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. So, TP, I wanted I wanted to get to that to that Rams point uh, real quick with you. Um, you know, a really not a really good performance Monday night. Um, the Rams are are the Rams in. Are the Rams in trouble? And 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 if you want to go even further with any other team that you're disappointed with through the first four games, and that are you think is in trouble, let me know. But the Rams specifically because of that Monday night performance that we just saw. Oh, so um, everybody in Sports City, I want you to like close your eyes and think back, back in the time, and um. Me and this villain, man, I mean, we've we done a lot together. You know, we've done a lot together, man, and he was up here actually going crazy on me and um, telling me Stafford this, Stafford that, Stafford this, Stafford that. Look at Matthew Stafford right now. Matthew Stafford has six interceptions and four touchdowns thrown. I tried to tell him this, and they were saying, no, it's Detroit, no, it's Detroit. No, I know football, and he know I know football. Stafford is not that good. He may have won a Super Bowl last year, but you are seeing the real Matthew Stafford. That was like a storybook ending where they gave Stafford as soon as he left Detroit and pegged him straight onto the Super Bowl. He still led the league in interceptions last year. He led the league in pick sixes last year. He even threw a pick six in the game against the Niners. Again, he's still up to his old tactics. He's not going to change. And the worst thing about it is they're not getting Odell to come back there because Odell is entertaining every other team out there except the Rams. Like, he may have came and got his ring, but he's not acting like he wants to go back there. So who's going to help Cooper out? Cooper's going to go crazy and get all of the catches that he wants. He basically gets catches like run plays, so he gets the ball a lot. But who else is getting the ball? Allen Robinson has actually been open, and they can't really find him that much. Like, I mean, Van Jefferson, I mean, he was out. I mean, does he come back and become Odell? Like, I don't know. I think the Rams are waiting for a lot of things to happen, and, and oh, don't forget, Aaron Donald was trying to retire like this season. He was trying to retire. They got him to come back. So if he leaves that defense, the Rams are going to really be in some stuff. Like he may actually start looking at this like maybe I can hang it up because I got my ring. So the Rams have more than just the defense to worry about. Stafford is supposed to be supposedly the head of this snake. And uh, for him to have more interceptions than touchdowns on the season, this is, this is not a head scratcher. This is a concern. Like, like, He's been throwing these picks for a while. This is not something that just happened last year. He's led the league before in Detroit. So this is this is Stafford. I love the way that they try to paint this picture, but I try to tell people. I try to tell people, but people don't want to listen because they're like, he just had to get out of Michigan. He had to get away from the Lions. No, this dude is a turnover machine. He's a gunslinger. He has a strong arm. He can make every throw on the field, but it'll end up costing him because he's actually outrageous at times when he don't need to be. But do you really think it's Stafford? I, I mean, there's so many problems in L.A. Do you really think it's just in Stafford? In four games, okay, in four games, he's throwing a touchdown a game. This is his average, right? 
and he's averaging mm-hmm. a pick and a half then, right? He's six interceptions mm-hmm. compared to four touchdowns in four games. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Can I the ask a question, though? He's on, their fourth, they're on their fourth guard. The, the offensive line is a right. mess. They can't even get him the ball. And Wait, Allen God, Robinson God, is the whole, the, the, whole, the, the whole interior line for the Lions has been out. Ragnow was out. Vitae was out. Um, Stenberg and them just got back, too. Like, there, there's been players missing in front of him. He ain't got no six picks and four touchdowns. He's throwing the ball. Cooper Cup is, is slotted as one of the best. Wait, wait. Cooper Cup is slotted as one of the best receivers in the NFL. Slot, and that's all that mm-hmm. we can see that's good on that offense. That's it. Cooper Cup is the only sh- knight in shining armor on the Rams offense. That's it. Who else? Give me somebody, Cam Akers. Right. Higby? Who? Allen Robinson's not getting open. and But I look at Sean McVay. McVay's not doing – he's not designing plays to get Allen Robinson involved. Nine targets in four games? I thought he was an offensive yeah, genius. Everybody thought he was an offensive genius. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, serious, Ken. Matthew Stafford is hurt. Now, this is this is not negating what TP said because at oh, the end of the day, God. you know, he has to play better. He, at the end of the day, he has to play better. But Matthew Stafford is not himself. He's hurt. And so – Maybe he needs to sit his ass down and, and, and be sure before he gets back on the field. But to, to, to TP's point, I can't – I'm a stat guy. I'm a numbers guy. You know what I'm saying? And what Matthew Stafford is doing right now is not is not good. But we, 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 we have to take everything in totality. The offensive line is pathetic. They don't have any type of resemblance of a running game. And their signal yeah. caller is hurt. So, of course, the L.A. Rams are all, like, trash because everything that they had going right for them a season ago is not going right for them now. And you times out by the simple fact that they, they, they don't have a number two. They don't have one. It's, it's Cooper Cup and who 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 else? Who else? So, again, the Rams are in trouble to, 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 to the question, but I also wanted to point out that Matthew Stafford is not healthy. And this is what happens when you trade all your draft capital to get Von Miller or to bring in Odell Beckham Jr. Now they don't have any depth. One guy goes down, they're screwed. You know what I mean? That that hurts too. Mike, go ahead. I mean, I I agree. I think they don't don't have any uh, depth behind, like you said, I mean, Cooper Cup, no running game. Um, but uh, Matthew Stafford is showing everybody, I mean, to TP's point, the real Matthew Stafford has finally stood up in a sense that, like, listen, um, he might have been an upgrade because he was a veteran last year, but when you trade an old guy for a younger guy who maybe hadn't reached the ceiling yet, I know maybe he had with that coach. But I'm just, uh, you know, the, Listen, um, it's not, you know, they, they, you hear people talk about, oh, he was in such a bad organization, there was all this and all that. Um, but it ain't like that, that Matthew Stafford wasn't the cause of some of those, uh, some of those L's the Lions took. I mean, um, he, he's human like anybody else, and I think I'm starting to see it now. Um, it, it, it's really, um, it's really difficult to go from uh, being the uh to be in the hunted, right? And they got to repeat. They don't have the, all their weapons. Um, this team may be in trouble. And and now, 
people are to double and, and triple up and, and chip on Aaron Donald, and you don't have like a Von Miller, and you don't have the people around him um, that really uh, were able to uh, step up and dominate some when that happened, which would then free Aaron Donald up to be able to go crazy at times. I mean, this team is this team does not look this team looks like a shell of the team that won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, they're they're not the same team. It's clear as day. I totally agree with you. They're in trouble. I think they're in trouble. Um, but you know, as a whole, TP, what team is surprising you right now um, in in the league right now? I mean, I know the Giants got to be up there, right? <laughs> the the Jaguars are surprising me. The way Jacksonville is playing, they mm. actually are playing. And I thought I thought they'd be. Uh, one of the bottom feeders again in the AFC South, and um, Trevor Lawrence has actually proven what I said, that he would be a good quarterback in the league. I didn't think it would be this fast of a turnaround, but for him to get this team going, and they don't really have the weapons that they need to, like, start doing the work that they need to, and he's doing all right with them. This is what I expected him to do last year, but it was his rookie season. I just was just impatient to see it. Um, Also, Philadelphia, the way that they're running, I think Philly could run this table till at least week seven or eight. I think the Eagles' schedule wow. favors them to be undefeated for a while. And I, no, I, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people thought they were going to be a good team. I didn't think that they would be off and running undefeated like this. And um, for them to have a receiver that could, you know, make a lot of corners look foolish in a, a full-mounted running game and, and their offensive line is still legit and healthy, and, and Jalen Hurts can pick up yardage while everybody's covered. So it's an interesting dynamic offensively. All the defense has to do is get at least, I want to say, at least four stops within a game. They can beat you. So the Eagles are surprising to me. The Jaguars, too. Um, I can't lie. The, the Giants off to the run that they are, one loss on the season, I, I got to tip my hat. And, and they're doing this with a shaky Danny Dimes. Like, Danny Dimes ain't great. And they're doing it with, you know, in spite of what he's doing. Um, he went down. They brought Tyrod in. Tyrod got hurt. They brought Danny back in the game. Now it's like, what other backup do they get right now? Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor's cursed. I, I don't know what it is. He gets hurt everywhere he goes. Oh, he, yo, he needs know. to walk outside with like he need to walk outside with like shipping bubbles, like like you know the bubbles that you put out of box. They gotta put that on him for real because he can't stay healthy at all. I feel bad for him. <laughs> he said shipping bubbles. He bubble boy. I want to say bubble. Like listen, you gotta slide. You got to slide. You're the backup quarterback. There's no other quarterback on the roster. You don't take that hit. You got to slide, man. Like I get it. You want to get the first down, but you don't take that hit. Um, uh, listen, I, I agree with you. That, you know, yeah, it should be bubble. Uh, what team is surprising you right now? You know, actually, I'm gonna go with the whole division, and, and that's honestly the NFC. Um, mm. I, I can't really extrapolate just one team because three of the four teams are three and one or, or better. Um, and this was arguably, quote unquote, depending upon who you spoke to, going to be the worst division in, in, in football. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys is rattled off three straight wins without their number one signal caller, which is, quote unquote, to be debatable. Again, Saquon Barkley's taking snaps from the quarterback position and you still managed to win a ball game. What the hell is going on there? And then, honestly, the Philadelphia Eagles off to a 4-0 start, um, you know, and they, they, they could keep it going. I, I expect they're going to get a stiff challenge this week playing the Arizona Cardinals, but 
we'll, we'll, we'll get the game picked probably on Sunday. Um, so the whole NFC East is surprising me. And I'm going to throw my homer hat on here for a second. The way the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing right now is annoying the hell out of me. And so they're, they're mm-hmm. surprising me in, in a negative way. Um, I'm going to talk about that um, probably tomorrow when I finally get a chance to record finger food. But the, it's the, way, the way they're losing ball games is unacceptable. Um, and it's annoying me, and I, I, I'm going to spend a good time talking about it. But So those are the two teams that are yeah, – the whole division positively and my squad negatively. Yeah, I mean, listen, Kenny Pickett has to come in and, and inject some life in that Steelers team because um, Mitch, Mitch is just playing to lo- not to lose his job and not to lose games, and you can't play like that. And the Steelers, you know, they, the offensive line hasn't been built, built since Pouncey retired. It's, it's been a mess, kind of like the Giants too. So there's a lot of problems in Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, Mike, who do you got? Who's the most surprising to you right now in the league, Mike? Um, so, most of the teams that, that surprised me in a good way are the ones that were already hit. Uh, Jacksonville playing well. Um, Minnesota 3-1, and one, I picked them to win the division. Um, they've started off pretty hot. I'm impressed with the Giants. And, then, you know, I hate but I'm, I'm definitely impressed with the Cowboys. After losing Dak, uh, Cooper Rush has come in. And they've actually gone to the formula that, that they need to go to. Uh, in order to to win in this league. And so what you hope is uh, when Zach comes back, stick to a similar game plan and not go back to trying to play Madden out there in the uh, – uh, I mean in the uh, coordinator booth or whatever. Because uh, I think that this Dallas team can run the ball, and as you continue to get receivers back, there are, will be some plays to be made in the passing game. But there's going to be more plays, and they're going to be complete, completed at a higher percentage and you're going to get more production from your receivers and uh, the quarterback position if you predicate it off the run. Um, so, uh, in some ways, the, the going down might have kind of humbled Kelly Moore and that team a little bit and made them sort of reassess, you know, how they need to win. Um, and then um, I, I kind of I kind of feel like Sirius does uh, about my team in the same sense that, like, I see the weapons. I see the pieces in place where they could be good, uh, but at the same time, right now, you know, they're one and three, and um, and and the schedule. I got Seattle this week, and then the schedule doesn't get a lot easier. So uh, they're definitely raised their level of play uh, to be able to be competitive and be able to contend. You know, not only in the South, but uh, you know, in that playoff. So I'm 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 definitely uh, disappointed in what I've seen from the black and gold uh, out of New Orleans uh, this year, and I, you know the the other team that kind of uh, that kind of really gets me is the Patriots. Uh, there's all this talk about play calling. Now you got the quarterback out. His offense looks and and you can't just keep hanging that uh, you can't just keep hanging that defense out to dry. Uh, Listen, uh, Zach Wilson looked competent uh, last week against the Steelers, who last I checked was a pretty good defense. So this uh, this Patriots team, try to be careful 
because uh, you know if the Jets could sneak up on them, they could be a last place team. Now we'll see what the uh, what the Dolphins can do. You know, losing their starting quarterback, you know, some of that mediocrity may may help the Patriots kind of stay afloat and, and and not fall to the basement of that division. But uh, that that team does not look like a very uh, like a, like a very good football team. Right? Sir, how dare you talk yeah. about Teddy Bridgewater that with Greenwood now? He's going to defend him. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can't, you, can't, you can't do that. It's an unofficial Teddy Bridgewater fan club on Coach okay, so, um, You know, the rain is a disappointment. I appreciate Bridgewater too, for what he did in New Orleans. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was a shame. Um, listen, the Raiders are disappointing too. I think the whole AFC West as a whole, I mean, outside of Kansas City is kind of disappointing to me too, because they were supposed to be the best division. And, you know, you're letting the NFC East um, out, I'll play you right now. Listen, the Giants, um, Danny Dimes is doing very little, um, but he's running for his life. I think he's the, the second most uh, sacked quarterback or pressure quarterback behind uh, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is being failed by his team. Uh, it's a damn shame what's going on with that kid because uh, he has talent. But um, Saquon Barkley is an MVP candidate for what he's doing right now. I don't think he'll get it because he's always a quarterback that gets it. But you got to be – you, you got to love what he's doing, coming back. It's healthy and showing his business. But the Cowboys, um, how are they 3-1, and one, right? That defense and Cooper rushes and he's not losing games. And he's managing the game, and that's why they're winning games. And the Eagles, like TP said, they, they might not lose you just hit one. Uh, until November. Yeah, Mike. You just hit one real quick, and that is uh, I'm a little bit surprised at Kansas City, not not in the results that they're 3-1, because I, I said going into the season, they're the king of this division team, knocked them off. But last I checked, that defense was pretty good. Uh, you know, he lost his best deep threat, but he is continuing to – Develop rapport with other people on that team. Listen, this team just went to Tampa and up 41. Uh, that's not easy to do. Yeah, what they did to Tampa is amazing to me because I thought it'd be you know a 20 point game. They came out and they they put the they put a hurting on Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, I don't think they're in trouble, but that offense just you know they got finally got into the end zone a little bit, but they just haven't really looked good. It's nice having Mike Evans back. Um, Godwin, I think he's back as well. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm impressed with what Kansas City's doing, but not impressed with that division as a whole. Their offensive line is in shambles too. Yeah, it, it it makes a difference, man. Like, listen, um, like I, I know I understand where you're coming from, TP, with with Stafford. But when you don't have an offensive line, I've seen it in New York. When Eli had an offensive line, he won two Super Bowls. When he didn't have an offensive line, he was put out the pasture before he probably kept the show. Um, and Danny Dimes is a running quarterback running for his life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the offensive line makes a difference. Tom Brady's 45 years old. He don't want to get hit. No quarterback wants to get hit. But 45 years old, I ain't come back to this. I ain't come back um, to this. Is there a box to clean next on your desk right there? For who? You ain't no house. Who? <laughs> I got Kleenex. Who? Tom Brady? Wipe those, wipe those tears. Who? 
So you're, cr- crying you're, crying, you're crying for Stafford. You're crying. You don't have an offensive line for you now. Because you know what happened to Eli. When Eli, when, Eli, when Eli didn't have no line, they took him behind his head and shot him. Like, no, I don't want to hear that crap. Stafford just won a Super Bowl with the same team. Now, all of a sudden, 365 days, not even 365 days later. Like, like half, half 180, 182 days later, now look look at how the world turned. Now, oh, my arm, my neck, and my back. I'm suing for $150,000. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. He could get up there and throw that doggone ball. He can make every throw. He could throw deep still. He ain't like he threw a deep pass and it fell short. Like, Stafford still want to throw the bomb when he's ready. Like, I, I don't want to hear that. that that's, that's crap, and you know it. That's crap. I don't want to hear. Uh, it. Come crap. on, the line makes a difference, man. Ask Ask Justin Fields. He can't. He can't get a look at this guy because he's running for. He don't have a Chicago mean, Bears like line. We We're talking about the Rams line compared to Chicago. Wait, hold on. What? They got three new starters this year, and they're on their fourth lineman. And I mean, like, what if they were tired? What are we talking about? It's grab, grab a tissue out the box. Yeah. Grab a tissue out the box. Don't don't let them see you like All right, that. Fine, I will. You know, I you know what? I don't care. I, you know, the Giants are three and one. Dude. You know, the, you, nobody can bring me no bad news. All right, I'm taking. Look, 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 he's up like, here trying no, to protect Stafford, no and he's still news, trying to put on. No the, bad news. No he's trying to put it on Detroit too. He's like, it was Detroit. Now look at him. This is the same flimsy Stafford. I've been trying to get rid of him for years. You heard me saying that to you, Barry. You know that through every conversation we have. Don't even start. And this, and this is what you see. What you see is what you get. No, nobody bring me. No bad news. No bad news. Okay, no Evelyn. Okay, okay, Evelyn. Okay, Evelyn. If you want to be Evelyn, you can be. You can be Evelyn. Well, go ahead, Evelyn. I, I won't be because my Giants are three and one, baby. We going to London. We gonna take over. And, and, and take what? Over. You know, you know what? You know what? You and you know what? You and Evelyn got in, in common. What's that? Y'all twins. <laughs> That's not funny. That's not nice. I want to get your predict everybody's prediction for the Thursday night game. Now I got to get out of here. I got to go cuddle with my beautiful wife. I'm tired of y'all brothers, right? <laughs> Um, listen, Indy, Denver, who needs to win more, TP? Denver or Indy? Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm going to say Denver to keep pace in that division. They they need to win. Um, the Colts, I still feel like if they lose it, they could still stay in a hunt within the AFC South, even though it's interesting now. And the Titans are slowly finding their stride, too. But I, I think Denver, if they lose, like, it's a lot of they're chasing. Like, the Chargers really got to find themselves, and the Raiders finally got on the board with a win, too. So, it's like, they can't fall behind the Raiders, and the Raiders are lagging, too. So, Denver has to win this game, even though you don't know what you're going to see with this Hackett coaching and Russell trying to figure out how this offense is working. I, I think Denver has to get it by this week. Yeah, that Taylor injury is is a killer, man. I I he, he's my number one pick. I'm I'm trying to make a make make plans. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna play. And Denver's favored. They're th- they're getting they're laying three and a half. So, um, we'll see how that goes. Serious. Who needs to win more, Colts and Broncos? Who do you got? Um, that's a very good question. Um, I think the Broncos need to win it. I think the Colts will win it. 
I think the Colts will win. No, and that's the thing, like, so. So what? My God, go. No, no, what I'm saying is I think the Colts will win it. I just think that right now um, the Denver Broncos are so difficult to figure out. They, they really are. You know what I'm saying? You lose your bell cow and Javante Williams for the season. Melvin Gordon coming into the to the week a little banged up, so we're not too sure how he's going to play. Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett still trying to figure out how to manage game clock and timeouts and whatnot. Um, and the only missing piece for the Indianapolis Colts is Jonathan Taylor. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I honestly think that Frank Wright's going to find a way to get this win. The, the Broncos need it. I think the, I think the Colts win it, though. Yeah, I agree with TV. Broncos definitely need that win. Mike, who do you got? Who do you, who needs this win? Broncos or Colts? You can give me a. You can give, for the same reasons. For the same reasons, TP. I think the Broncos because uh, they got to keep more pace. They got to keep pace. At least to uh, keep themselves in a position to be second in that division. Uh, if they're not careful, Kansas City's going to run away and hide. Uh, but I do think that. The Colts can still come back in the in the South. I mean, obviously next time around they'll have to win their division game. They can't go zero uh, two and one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but right. I, I think that the Broncos have to have it more, and I think they'll find a way to. Get it. I, I don't know if that means they open the offense up a little bit more, and uh, you know, have to ask Russell to throw it a bunch more. Uh, or not, I'm not sure what that looks like. Um, you know, I think that uh, Frank Reich is on the hot seat in, uh, in Indianapolis. I think the, the temperature is increasing on his seat week after week. Um, and then, you know, I don't really trust the coaching very much on either side of this ledger, to be quite honest with you. But I I just said uh, somehow Denver's going to get that game tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Denver needs to win, but I, I also agree. Frank Wright needs to win, too, because you come off of, of a big upset against Kansas City, and then you lay an egg against the Titans, man. Like, ugh, God, like, what are we doing out there? You know, when you look up, like, Jacksonville's a better team. Titans are obviously, you know, they're they're they they're defending division champs. They're not going away. The, the, the Colts might not make it to the playoffs. They got injuries with Leonard in the defense. It's not going to be easy for them, so um, they definitely need a win, but I, I, I agree. I think Denver needs it more. They can't fall behind the Chiefs and think they can't fall behind a lot of teams in the AFC and think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna make the playoffs because there's some good teams out there. So, um, yeah, I like, I like the, Col- I like the Colts. Oh, but eh, no, I like the Broncos. I like the Broncos. I'll take the points. I'll leave the points and, and um, I'll leave the points and, and, and let it go. So. Uh, let, let's. Let, I'm closing it up. I'm. I'm done. I'm. I'm uh, sitting here. I got the TV on. I'm watching Apollo Creed get killed by Ivan Drago. So that means it's bedtime. Rocky Four is on. We're done. So <laughs> serious. Give me a plug. Give me a plug. You get out of here. Yo, man, it's your boy Serious. Up now four one two and a seven three. Man, such a pleasure to be here with you guys on another edition of Apollo's Cookout. Man, definitely check out the blogs, the interviews, and everything that we got going on, man. Uh, looking forward to the crossover cafe potentially coming back now that basketball is back in the building. Um, Finger Foods on YouTube. Shout out to uh, the, the, the fellas and the, and the sisters over there on Clubhouse, the barbershop. I know my man Harvey's going to plug that, so I'll jump off that. 
uh, before I leave, man, I want you guys, I, I want to leave you guys with this. You know what I'm saying? That the art of being a man and the art of being a grown-up is being able to man up and admit fault and admit what you're wrong without hesitation or reservation. Um, and so my, my, my challenge to you guys is to leave is, you know what I'm saying? If you wrong somebody, if you do something incorrect, don't be afraid to man up and take care of that. It makes it much easier on the back end. With that being said, God bless. Catch you guys on the next one. So what were you wrong about? Because I'm always right. Okay. Um, yeah, about that. Yeah, I, I think that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I was just messing Yeah, I love it. I love it. Mr. Harvey, give me a plug. I actually flipped to the, the Suns and Lakers game. What a surprise. Anthony Davis not playing. What a surprise. And uh, I'm not, I'm not even uh, dignify that with a response. Uh, no, as far as the closeout, man, listen, um, without the big homie TP, I wouldn't be here, man. Much love and respect to him, my brother. Uh, respect to the other chefs. Love to share the, uh, the kitchen with you guys, man. Uh, that being said, Sears mentioned the website, the blogs, and all that. We have the NFL free-for-all Tuesday nights, the Thomas Sunday morning uh, brunch with uh, Thomas and myself, breaking down the weekend sports act, reviewing college football, and going through and getting you ready for your full slate of NFL uh, games every Sunday. So uh, come in and check that out as well. Uh, Shop on Clubhouse, man, continue to grow rooms every day. So uh, stop in and stick and stay for a while and, and get to know us, or even if you just for a few minutes, man, pop in and see what's going on in the sports. And what's going on in the world today uh, is better than anything you're going to get on uh, talk radio or any of those other networks. And uh, we keep it up to date in the barbershop. So uh, come by and check out what we're doing over there as well, man. And uh, once again, shout out to the five times, five times, five uh, division champion uh, consecutive with the Atlanta Braves. And listen, man, uh, big game coming up in bad news this weekend. Uh, looking forward to seeing it uh if LSU can handle business against Tennessee, uh, the prospects don't look very likely, but uh, we'll see what happens, man. But in the meantime, between times, so I'll see you guys again on uh, Blog Talk Radio and uh, all of our other uh, on all of our other shows and things that we do, man. Laissez les bon temps Keep my mouth. He said he he took it to Booker T. He said five times, five times. You probably had the hand up. Too. Like, you know, like about to do the spin a rooney. <laughs> uh yeah, man, shout out to the Braves. They they you know, they, they just keep winning. They win games. But um yeah, listen, man. Fort City, thank you, Sirius. Thank you, Mike, calling in the chefs. Always a pleasure doing the show. Um, you know, listen, get to the website, shout out to our sponsor, PHI Apparel. Make sure you get to their site, you know, get their merch for you Philly fans. You got a good team this year, so no excuse, get your get your merch. Um Get to the website, read the blog, the interviews, finger foods. I might do one. I, I I've been lazy with the finger foods, um, but we'll see. I mean, we're three and one. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's a lot to talk about, right? So we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, TP, you know what to do, man. Get us out of here. We got to close this shop up. Lazy le bonton boule. Now, how about that? Now, what's up with <laughs> your boy? Yo. Yo, we got to go on for the rest of the week, man. It's, the fall is coming. Indian summer's out here. It's been raining, man. I, I guess that storm is making its way up the coast, but fizzling out. I'm trying to find my way up to New England this Sunday, so the bunch may be in jeopardy because I may be able to get in the Gillette. I got a, I got an insider that might let me in the Gillette for the game up against the Patriots. 
So I don't know Sports City, so stay tuned on that, though. But um, pass for the game tomorrow, I'm going to go with Denver. Just like I said earlier, they got to get that win no matter where it is. If it's in Indiana or if it was in Colorado, I got, I got to go with Russ. Too many people are talking junk and pointing fingers at Sierra's husband. On that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Sports City, Sports City, Chefs. Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman verse, MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the sports city chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports city, sports city, chefs, you, chefs, you. Sports city, sports city, chefs, you, chefs, you. Yeah. Cap. Tosh. <laughs> Uh. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.